What is going on, team? Welcome to another episode of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. Today, I've got a special guest. If you listen to the show, you know this gentleman very, very well. His name is Tommy Baker. And today, he and I are going to mix it up over the topic of impact over influence. And as a special for my audience only, Tommy is going to talk about his newly released book, Hustlers and Seekers. He's going to tell you all about it, why he wrote it, some of the highlights. You're going to be able to pre-order it today before anybody else just by listening to this show. You can go to barnesandnoble.com or amazon.com and pre-order the book. It's called Hustlers and Seekers. I'll put that down in the show notes as well so you can easily find that. Tommy and I are going to get ready to blow you away, guys, with a little bit of talk about impact. Get ready. Here we go. Tommy Baker, what is up, my brother? Jay Nixon, man. Thank you for having me. Always the, the, the top rated guest, the most requested guest. Um, I don't even know what number this is. Nobody cares anymore. They know what's about to happen. So we must Same well for just... you on mine, man. I mean, I don't know how many times you've been on there, but uh, yeah. it's been, it's, we could just, it's, it's always, it's always powerful, man. I'll tell you guys why Tommy and I are doing this today. So I had this, I don't know remember what I was doing. I had this, this idea about 30 days ago, about a month ago. And I started thinking about impact over influence. And it was, you know, the, the idea came to me like because of social media. I mean, let's be honest, like you can fall down and land on a quote unquote influencer. But I started thinking a little deeper into that. And it was more about what if these influencers, and I'm not saying that some of them are not, but what if their sole purpose and sole mission was to make an impact instead of simply just influence? And I thought, okay, I can go on my own podcast and do a rant, but who would I rather have a, a sparring session with about this idea than you? And so that's when I reached out to you and I'm like, hey, bro, will you do this with me? And obviously you said yes. And that's why we're here today. So impact over influence. I'm going to shut up for a minute. I want to just get your thoughts on kind of just what I said, like, we live in a world of influencers, but I'm not sure there's enough impactors. 100%, man. I love it. I love the concept and I love the idea. And the first thing that, that came up for me, what I wrote down was, you know, what's, what's, what's the end? You know, what's your end? Begin with the end in mind and then reverse engineer. And so when I think about influence, I don't know what that end is, right? Like, what is that leading to? What is that creating? Because you and I know that there's, you could go on YouTube right now and there's tremendous amounts of quote unquote influence with people doing gags, you know? And what does that mean? What does that lead to? I don't know. Maybe it's super fulfilling for them. Maybe they're, they are helping people, you know, alleviate through comedy. But my thing is always begin with the end in mind. And so if the end in mind actually is impact, well, then we have to go, we have to reverse engineer. If that's the end in mind, then we have to look all the way back to the actions that we're doing today. And I think the, the dark side of just chasing influence is that you focus on the wrong things, that you actually focus on things that don't lead to impact. You focus on things that create ego scoreboards, how many likes, how many follows, how many, how many, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so you wind, you wind up chasing things that don't have a lot of meaning. And when we chase things that don't have a lot of meaning, we, what we chase more things to try to fill that space. And so um, I always start with where's your focus and where's your attention going? And so when I think of impact to me, if that's the end, then I'm going to be able to say, 
yes or no to this incredible invitation to come on this podcast. But if I'm hanging on this thread of influence, and I don't know where that starts, where that ends, and what the purpose of that is. Well, of course, I'm going to twerk on TikTok for an hour to Taylor Swift later today because it's influence, right? Right. I think it it goes back to that whole thing of like, you know, social media, I I think is an uber powerful tool. I think it's connected us in a way we've never been connected before. And we can talk about that at a different time, but that may be good and or bad, probably both, Um, you know, but I think it's gotten to a place of where we, we as a consumer and even as a as someone who wants to make an impact, everything's really predicated on like clicks and hearts and emojis and like, you know, superficial conversations around like, like you said, like of, of someone dancing on a TikTok. And that may be a comedic relief for people. And they may get some some time away from their their quote unquote life that they're trying to, you know, trying to hide from. But when I look at it from the direction that a lot of people go. This is where I this is where I get irritated. Now I'll, I'll give you the caveat to this. It's like the world that I live in, like the health and fitness and the weight loss and the transformation world, is about a five trillion dollar business. Yeah. And so when I think about that, I say, okay, five trillion dollars. That's a lot of money. We've never been more overweight. We've never been more out of shape. We've never been more confused or overwhelmed with what to do, how to do it, why to do it, what's to, who to follow. So in the yeah. world that I live in, I see a lot of, for lack of a better term, bullshit from these influencers because it is about clicks. It is about likes. It is about emojis. It is about hearts and followers and all that stuff. And it's not really about making a difference in someone's life on a really granular level, which is where it all starts, right? And so yes. that's why I get pissed. And that's why I say, Tommy, I need to get on a podcast. I need to get this shit out of my system because I get <laughs> I get upset. And this is, this is why I have to do this, right? And so, you know, you're kind of in the same world, like teaching people how to business and write books and do all these other things. Like, do you, are you seeing the same thing? Yeah, a hundred percent, man. And and like you, and, and, and the issue arises is, when you're so deeply connected to that impact trail, you know, I, I know, I know we both get those messages, you and I, um, that are, are heart wrenching, are deeply emotional and, 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 you know, they're, they're this long because the person is telling us all of the changes and all of the shifts and all the transformations that happened through what we're doing here. And, um, you and I don't have massive, uh, social media followings. We don't have blue check marks. Uh, you know, we, we, we don't have, uh, we're, we're not posting, uh, you know, washboard abs and, and, you know, sweet tea supplements. And so it, 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 it again, it's, it's which, which, which would you rather have? And, and, you know, one of, one of those messages, I know for me, that, that'll, that'll fuel me for, I mean, that has unlimited amounts of fuel, Yeah. but likes and comments and all of these things, all of these markers, it's empty. Why? One, but there's always going to be someone who has more likes Two, There's no, there's no buy-in. You know, what does it take to, to go like that? Right. And I know like, even with this podcast, I know for you, you probably don't get that excited when people say, Oh, Jay, that was so motivating or Jay, that was inspiring. I'm sure you like those messages like me, but when people say, that was so inspiring. And then I had that conversation with the person that I had to have the conversation with. And here's what happened. You and I light up because we're actually going from influence and motivation and high fives to 
what are you doing out in the real world that's actually going to impact your life? Yep. And that's that's the end that I know you're chasing. I know that's the end that I'm chasing. And somebody listening, you're, you know, for you to to chase that end as well. That's where you're going to find the most purpose, meaning, and fulfillment, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I think I think a lot of times we get caught up, and as humans, we get caught up in other people's lives, right? We get caught up in this, like that we'll call it the highlight reel or the, the movie of, of someone else's lives. And we almost live vicariously through that person instead of actually seeking to make or live our own impact. And that's where, that's where I think a lot of people get lost in the world of social media and YouTube and things like that is they watch and they listen and they're, they're following these influencers, right? They could probably list off like 10 or 12 of them that they follow. And then they can tell you everything about that person's life, but they can't tell you anything about their own life. They can't tell you anything mm, like impactful yeah. or impositive or whatever about their own lives. And what I want to get people to understand is if you're enamored with that and you like that, and that's something important to you, you can live that same life. Like it's not out of the, it's not out of the realm of possibility for you, but what's going to need to happen is you're going to have to stop being influenced by these people and start being impacted by them. And I think impact yeah. creates change. Influence simply just creates clicks and creates likes and, and maybe sells, like you said, a tee or some booty shorts or something like that. And, and that's just not what, that's not what I'm interested in. Cause I, that five, again, I'll go back to that $5 trillion weight loss industry. That's ludicrous to think that we as humans are spending that much money on a problem obesity we'll just yeah. call it we'll just blanket it with that and we're not getting anywhere that tells me there's a lot of influence going on and very little impact going on 100 percent, man and and one of the things that i know that you'll resonate with that i was i was telling someone the other day is you know you and i we like to pull the curtains back on our industries call them out where we see fit etc cetera, etc cetera. and um you know in my in, in my space our space if you're, if you're going the influencer model, let's say, so, so, so I like you go deep in the trenches with my clients. It's not surface area. It's actually deep. And a lot of that depth is actually the emotional work of transformation. Meaning we have these actions out here. We want this weight loss. We want this business, but deep down you and I know the most important thing is the emotionality behind that. What are we feeling? What States are we in? Uh, who do we have to forgive? <laughs> How do we create powerful states? How do we get over imposter syndrome? That's like 90% of the game, right? right. That's hard ass work. Yeah. It's not, it's not sunshine puppies and high fives, right? right? You and I know that we're, like, we're, we're with people in the trenches during some, some difficult emotions that they're having to manage. That's impact influence. They won't, they actually don't want anything to do with that. Influence right. wants to be conveniently on the periphery of that and act like they're, they're doing something like that, but they're really just posting a quote, right? And a quote is not going to address the emotional needs of Karen and Sarah and Jeff and Steve and all of the people listening, right? And so that's really, that's really the difference. Like, do you, do you want to be inside of the trenches with someone on impact? Because impact is messy. Impact is difficult. Impact is emotional. Oh, and impact will make you and them feel more alive than anything else as well. Or yeah. do you want to be in the kiddie pool 
in the kiddie pool, it's nice and comfy. Actually, right outside my place, there have this little like these nice little be- these nice little chairs, but they're like inside of a inside of a. Yeah, <laughs> the they're, pool. yeah they're in the water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the kids go in there, and and, uh, and there's probably some urine because because that's where the kids go. So right, easy. You, you don't want to go in that that shallow water because it's easy and it's surface area, and so that's ultimately what I, what what am I talking about here? What are we talking about? It's it's, it's values, right? Yeah. So like during the last year and a half, which we've been so more plugged into the noise of influencers, I've, I've, I've completely shifted my filter. It's a hundred percent. It's like for everyone, if I see somebody's story, if I see somebody's email opt-in, if I see somebody's content, IGTV video, my first question is, is this person aligned with my value system? because I do not care if they built a seven or eight figure business, or they've been featured in 19 publications that they bought. That's not, that's not something that I'm interested in Uh, or I might be, but not yet. First, I gotta, I gotta know, I gotta have some sense of their values, right? right? Because if they made all their money on Miami Ponzi schemes, I'm not interested in that. So um, I don't know if any of my examples are making sense. (laughs) No, I'm I'm with you hundred percent. Yeah. So that's the filter. And, and that's a very intuitive thing too. Cause you know, I, I don't know the inner workings of every person, of course, but when you do the work, you can be pretty in tune. Like, is this, is this guy or this gal, right. like, are they able to look at the camera? Like, and you can like feel them and are they being deeply authentic? Are they hiding something? Are they, et cetera, et cetera. And so when you use that as a filter, you know, I've had to get rid of about 80 to 90% of the influential spaces. Yeah. Um, I actually, maybe a year and a half. No, it was before the, before the pandemic. I, I said, you know what? I'm going to give this, this one influencer a, a, a chance. Uh, I, I thought there might be about impact. Um, and I was looking for some guidance and I don't know how we stumbled across each other. And I said, let me just show up to this thing and let's see, let's see what happens. And the whole thing. And I was so disappointed, man, because I'd seen this person speak at an event called Thrive in Las Vegas. And, and I just had a sense that they were more about the impact. Um, but that was a lot of, of, of candy wrapper. It was a lot of noise. And when we got on the call, it was just, it was zero connection, hard pitch. Um, like he was there, but not there. Um, and then I was being haggled after the call about, um, about uh, financing for his coaching program. It was just one of those experiences where you're just like, okay, so um, values, 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 values. That's the thing that to me, it becomes the number one filter and then everything else. And then if we're aligned in values, then let's go because I know you're real. I know you're deep and connected, but you and I know there's only like one or two or three or four, maybe five at most percent who might share those similar values, at least between you and I. So you're not going to, you're not going to get the numbers there, but you're going to get the realness there. And, and ultimately that's what we're about. So, so many things, like I wrote down so many things. So uh, first thing I, w- I want to say is this, if you're listening, you don't need to hard pitch somebody like Tommy or I, because if we're on the phone with you, we've already made a decision that it's a, we want to be on the phone with you. Just connect. You hard pitch yeah. me and I'm going to bail. I know you're not, you're not the kind all that person, but let me get whoever this was, if you're listening today, listen to me, all you would have had to do, bro, was make a real, legitimate, honest, authentic connection. And you'd have Thomas Baker as a client. And you yeah. probably have one of the best clients you've ever had in your life because my man does the work. So if you ever get that chance again, don't fuck it up. 
I'm hard pitching. <laughs> I'm being serious. Am I right? Yeah. And by the way, I love to be, I love to be sold. You know, I got, I got a fresh custom uh, attire for my upcoming wedding. And, um, and I love the experience yes. of somebody who's mastered their craft, who's so good at what they do and who's, and who also is also selling me at the higher fabric count and all of that stuff, but because it's absolutely in alignment and they created a connection first. Right. This guy looked That's me in the, the eye word. and said, tell me, tell me about you. Tell me about your vision yes. and from an authentic place. And so this person wasn't even able to do that. And trust me, just like you said, I, I came on for the connection. You're ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> I came on for that. But I left with, and I remember, because I wrote about this, I left, he logged off on Zoom and then the screen was reflecting back on me. And I, I just had this moment of, I asked the question, is this the industry that I want to be in? Yeah. That, that's, that's honestly what came out. And yeah. I said, and you know, that's, that's a deep question, especially yeah. when you love what you do, but to be so disappointed in something that it makes you question your industry. And obviously after working through that, I got more fire than ever because right. again, it's, it's when you see the contrast of something that you don't want to be and don't want to stand for, then that if you're in alignment, it fuels your, your mission. But yeah, I asked that question, man. So, um, it's, 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 it's an important reminder for, for, for all of us. And that goes for people that are close also, yeah. but also at the furthest extremes, because everything can ultimately influence your mindset in a way that's either getting you further from where you want to go or closer. Let, let, let's bring that full circle. Let's go back to that word connection. So if you're somebody who's who's watching an influencer or you're doing this, whatever you're looking, whatever it is in your life you're looking for, right? And this person has this influence over me somehow, ask yourself that question. Why am I, or how am I connected to this person? Like what's, what's the connectionary piece, right? And I think that will tell you so much more than, than watching them dance around or watching them eat a meal or cook a meal or do a bicep curl or whatever it is. It's got to go deeper than that. Because if you really want to do what Tommy was talking about earlier, like go into the trenches and actually do the work that's pivotal and transformational. If you don't have a connection, you're never going to get there. Right. So Tommy could have said yes to this guy, join the program, blah, 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 blah. With that lack of connection, you wouldn't have got the, the, the most value out of that. Right. And no. he is a coach, hopefully, I mean, let's please, let's hope that all coaches want this. He wouldn't have got what he needed to get out of that as well because he wouldn't have been able to connect with you and it would have been a total miss. So hats off to you for being in tune enough to say, this just isn't the right fit. You know what I mean? Because yeah. most people would have gotten bullied or kind of steamrolled into the, the next phase of hey, let's <laughs> get your financing going for you. You're like, wait a minute, bro. Like that, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's just always too much. And I think an important thing to look at too with influencers is I started thinking about this the other day, I was having a conversation with somebody and they were asking me like, well, kind of around the same topic, but look at longevity. If you look back at, at any of Tommy's stuff, you're gonna see a consistency over time that cannot be, it can't be, there's no holes in it. Look back, do some, do some back tracking on. And if you'll see somebody who like, they're selling insurance one week, the next week they're selling weight loss, the next month, two years ago, they're selling. You'll see, you'll start to find inconsistencies and incongruencies that tells you all you need to know. If you look back at any of my stuff for the last 10, I, I saw a post that I put up 10 years ago and it was literally the same shit I'm talking Easy. about today. <laughs> the same stuff. I'm like, yeah, man. 
Yeah, and you're the same way. And so I'm not hyping Tommy Baker and Jay Nixon here. I'm just saying there's models of consistency. There's some influencers that two years ago, everybody would have said they're on the biggest stages. They're with Robbins. They're with blah, 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 blah. Guess where they are now? They're gone. Yeah, man. You can't, they're gone. Yeah. Like Trent Shelton says, words lie, actions can lie, can lie at, at times too consistency tells the truth. And, you know, when I announced recently my new book, um, and I'm not, that's not just like a plug. No, uh, it's a good, we're going to get there. So talk, let's go. No, it was just very meaningful. Um, Somebody who, who, who's seen me operate for about the last 10 years. One of my favorite messages was he's like, he's like, just the way he said it, he's like, I've seen you shown up for, for a decade. And, uh, and I had no idea that this was coming out. And I just want to let you know that you're, you're the most consistent person I've ever met. And, um, and that, 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 that's, you know, consistency is your, that's when you know it's about impact because you and I, you, there's no way that you could, you, you would still be doing what you're doing uh, if it wasn't about impact. Right. I mean, we would have quit. We would have jumped onto the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And, and that's the thing with influence. You're always chasing the upcoming trend, right? Over and over. And even on a micro level, you know, yeah. people keep telling me, you got to do Instagram reels, engagement, engagement, engagement. I want to do Instagram reels, man. I want to get on video and speak to your heart. And I don't think you could do that in the way that I've seen it so far. The real, that's not my path for that at the yeah. highest expression. So I'm not going to do something just because the algorithm is rewarding, something like that. And so it happens in the micro, but it also happens with, with the macro actions. But I love that about consistency. Like, look at these people, track record, go all the way back, you know, even a quick Google search. I had somebody on my podcast recently and I did a Google search and 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 there was some dicey stuff on there. And, you know, you never know who's posting that or how it comes, but it's out there. Right? right. So it's important to, 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 to look at that stuff. Otherwise, again, you know, you talked about connection. What is, what creates connection? Well, it's trust, yeah. right? You can't have connection without trust and you can't have tr- transformation uh, without trust. You got to be able to trust the person in front of you. If, if you're my coach and I don't trust you, then everything you say is going to be filtered through this hazy lens. I'm going to be like, well, uh, I don't know about this guy, but it's like, if I got Jay Nixon, he says, you got to run three miles today because that's part of our program. You bet your ass. I'm going to be crushing those three miles. miles. Let's go. I'm the same way. I want to transition into into the new book because I'm super stoked about it. And I thought, I don't know who sent you that message, but I want to have their number because it's bullshit. Cause I felt like I should have, I felt like I said (laughs) that all the time and they got credit and I'm pissed. I'm just joking. Um, um, I want to talk about quotes for a second and memes and like the things we see on social media. This is just more for me than than anybody else. If you want to keep listening, guys, keep listening. When I write a quote or I post a quote, it's because it made me think deeper than the quote, right? Like I never post something. It's like, oh, this is catchy or cliche or whatever. I was saying this to, to somebody just the other day. It's like, if you ever see me use somebody's quote or say, hey, I like this, it's because that thing, you know what it was? They were asking me like what book I'm reading and how long it takes me to read a book. And I'm like, it takes me forever to read a book. And I'll tell you why. Because when I'm reading, I get enamored with sentences or I a love that, phrase or, or just a column of, you know, whatever. And I don't just read through it. If it enamors me and it pauses me, 
Then I ask myself a series of questions. So a lot of times I'll be reading or listening and I'll be like, oh, here we go. And I write it down. And then I start thinking like, what does that really mean? Like, what does that mean to me? Like as a human, like yeah. Jay Nixon, what might it have meant to me before? And what might it have meant, what might it mean to me once I grow and evolve into the human that I want to be? And yeah. I use quotes as, as, as different ways to evolve my perspective on life. And so I would challenge everyone listening to don't just get caught up in the cliche of like, we didn't come this far to only come this far. Like, you know I mean? Okay, me either. Let's go. Right. Like, I like it, but like, there's more, you got to have more depth. Right. And so, I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, what's, what's your idea around that? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's so in line with, you know, I'm, I'm, so I'm a total nerd and I, I collect quotes, right. Me too. <laughs> for the same exact reason that you do, is that because something that, you know, Thoreau or Emerson or God knows anybody, anybody said that just, you know, a, a quote is powerful because it strikes deep in the heart. Right. The problem with social media is that you just looked at three puppies before that quote and your mind stuck on how cute little Rudy was. And so yeah. <laughs> you can't really think straight. So it, 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 it loses its, its depth, but on what you're talking about, I think there's so much value. So, so in consumption in general, one, my golden rule is less is more. The second, the, the, the other rules is to limit your inputs wisely. And, and if, if you do this, if, if you're filtering by values, if you're filtering by, is this person leading a life that's exciting to me internally and externally? Is this person, et cetera, et cetera then you're going to be, you're going to cut away a lot of the noise. And so you won't have that many inputs left. And then with those inputs, that's when, that's the moment that when Jay Nixon posts, posts the quote, you actually pay attention because you filtered that out. And that quote, because you're aligned with him, is probably going to give you an insight or a spark that's much different than if you were just scrolling aimlessly. So I completely agree, man. And I think we're in this weird conundrum. I know I am in, consider myself a very deep person yet there's all of these tools that are designed to be shallow. And so it's like, I'm always struggling with this, right? It's like my captions on Instagram are this damn long. And people are always like, they're too long. And I say, I'm too, it's like, I I can't say it in a sentence. So I'm going to, I'm going to put it out. And by the way, what I'm doing is incorrect for the algorithm. Right. Gary V would say, no, you have to morph everything you're doing to to the algorithm. Um, but that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't jive with me. However, and here's, here's the big thing about impact influence and all the stuff that we're talking about. You're going to attract who you are at, at the deepest level. So my, I may have these long ass, deep philosophical things. You have your, your things, your quotes, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to attract people who are into that. Right. Like, you know, like you and I are not going to get the, the person who's following XYZ influencer who, you know, has pivoted nine times and who, you know, his last nine posts have been about, you know, conspiracy theories and mass politics. Like it's just going to be a different crowd. And so that, I think that's also the benefit. Like Kevin Kelly wrote an essay. He was the editor in chief of wired magazine called a thousand true fans and a thousand true fans. What he's talking about is exactly what we're talking about. He's saying, listen, you're not for everyone. And if you try to be for everyone, you're going to get to no one. And most people are wasting their time trying to find these massive audiences. All you need to have like a successful life and business, whether you're an artist, creative, band, music, entrepreneur, 
blogger for moms. All you need is a thousand true fans. And in a world that has 5 billion people connected, that's a really small number. So I guess that's a long way of coming back around from your quote question is that um, when you go deep, when you, when you untangle things, you're going to attract people that are absolutely in alignment with you. And that's, that's why you and I have been able to stay in the game for, for the decades that, you know, the the time that we have, because it's one thing for us to be eternally fulfilled with our stuff. But if we were cultivating a tribe that weren't interested in that at all, et cetera, et cetera, we wouldn't get those messages, et cetera, et cetera. So you'll attract who you are. And by the way, this goes for everything, right? Some people are so good with comedy, like, and that's, that's their, that's their slant with their content and their stuff. And it's coming from a deep place because it's like, it's like their thing, you know, be who you are at the deepest level. I'm, I'm a total philosophical nerd. I geek out. I'm like you, I will read sentences five times over. I'm not going to attract someone who, you know, whose favorite app is Blinklist and they listen to books in three and a half minutes. I probably not. And that's a good thing. I don't even know what that app is. So I won't be be attracted to those people. You know, while you're sitting there, I was just thinking like, I'm, I can't, I can't, nor would I ever want to compete with the TikTok dance or the, the Instagram, you know, I'm in the fitness space, right? Like, you know, I told Lori the other day, I'm like, Hey, is it, do I put the booty shorts on and go to work? And she's like, (laughs) there's not a chance in hell you're doing that. And I'm like, thank God. I thought she was going to green light me and I was going to make a decision. I'm joking. Yes. Like I can't compete with that. Like that's not, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, nor do I want to, nor do I have to, right? It's like you said, the thousand true fans. I want to touch on one thing and then I want to get onto this book because I'm stoked to hear about it. Again, this is more for me than anybody else. What Tommy basically said, I'm going to condense down in a very easy, easily to use format for you guys. I need that because I'm a rambler. No, it's just, it, I, I think what you said was gold and I want people to hear it. We're You're going to make me a quote. You're going to make the quote right yeah, now. <laughs> he's talking about inputs, right? Auditing your inputs. And in it's a simple thing. So audit your inputs quickly and then make a decision. Is it something I can implement or is it something I need to delete? Oftentimes we don't do either of those. We just consume, 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 consume. And then we get so overwhelmed we don't know what to do next. So yeah. get become a master at auditing your inputs. And when you audit an input that you need to delete, stop consuming that input. When Literally. You fi- when you find an input that is implementable, that's an input you want to go back to, right? And that's what, we're, that's what Tommy said earlier. He's had to remove, quote unquote, several influencers because he made the quick decision. That is a deletable influence. I don't need, I'm not going to implement. So why not get rid of it? Why can't? What we do as humans is we keep consuming things that give us no value. And then yeah. we, can, we fill those spaces up and there's no room left for the things that do bring us value. It's like if you're a news watcher, you're consuming, 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 you're filling yourself up with things of very little no, to no value. And then you get confused as to why you can't find things of value that you're happy and positive and healthy about. Imp, audit input, implement or delete quickly see i just get you can hang up right now just do go, go away i go i just gave you the gold that's the gold that's hey quick quick on that note uh do it you know there's just there's this quote um that i just wanted to share from austin cleon he writes these kind of very i was about um, to say you know damn well nobody knows who austin cleon is but you and so i need a little backstory <laughs> okay 
that, so he writes this, this, this it's all it's, it's exactly what we're talking about and he has this thing and it says who are you trying to impress if you get lucky one day and a big audience shows up for what you do chances are there will only be a handful of people whose opinion really means anything to you so you might as well identify those people now if you haven't and write for them and well, he says write but create for them yeah. and keep creating for them etc 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 and that's just a reminder that we're it, this constant chasing of more 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 that's actually taking us away from the path that's that's right in front of us so that i did, that just came up uh, but i love uh, that, that about that. the inputs and do it immediately by the way yeah sometimes this happened to me sometimes like i'll tell taylor i'm like now i just saw this message and i'm like oh here, here's another one so the other day i was uh, i was about to work out no, I was working out actually. So that's my sanctuary time. And I wanted to post a little thing real quick. I don't know. I post a lot of sunrises and stuff like that. I'm convinced Instagram's messing with us and they, <laughs> they, they, they're they log jamming. They're lag jamming like the loading times and they're, yeah. you know what I mean? Just so we yeah. stay on longer. And so I don't know what happened. Usually I could go straight to stories. This time it didn't let me. And the first thing I see was it was either a Biden thing or a Trump thing, but I knew it was political. And dude, even the, I didn't, I, don't, I couldn't even tell you what the post was, but my subconscious saw it. So my subconscious saw it before I consciously saw it. And then I asked out, um, even that thing, it took me away from as, as, as dumb as it sounds, it took me away from the workout flow that I was in just that, just that. Right. And what I should have done was identify who that person was and just immediately delete them, immediately mute them. Because I personally, so I don't, uh, I got a politic free feed, right? Like, I don't, I don't care what side you're on, but if you're consistently raging about a certain issue, I'm going to, I'm going to move on from that. Cause that's not going to add any intellectual uh, curiosity to me. It's not going to do anything. Uh, I'll love to have a conversation over dinner or drinks, but not on social media. Right. Um, so that's just an example. Even a small, tiny input, a fraction of a second can take you out of the mindset that you were in before. Let's talk about why really quick. You know me, I'm a nerd when it comes to the brain. So what Tommy just described was he saw that, right? He saw the word politics, Trump, Biden, something that triggered political in his brain, in his subconscious brain, his reticular activating system immediately went to work to bring up every emotion he's ever felt around politics. Because it's and those aren't good emotions for nine. For, no, no, for me, frustration. you not. Inst instant yeah. frustration. So it wasn't that he's even interested in that, but his brain read the words. It's like he said, his subconscious brain saw it before he did, and then immediately went to work to bring him more of that. And that created probably a flood of like negative emotion. Yeah. And I didn't bounce back. I had a good workout, but yes. I was having a great workout. Guys, this happens to you on a daily moment to moment to moment basis. This is why I'm consistently raging about what are you consuming? I don't care if you think it's innocuous, it's not gonna be a big deal. It's a big deal because your brain is designed to do shit that you don't even know it's doing or you'd be dead, right? You breathe without thinking about breathing, right? Your, your body's designed in a certain way that your recall of the, the way those thoughts trigger in you, it, it goes back, we'll stop here after this. Your body doesn't know if it's the first time you've seen that or if it's the hundredth time. 
It doesn't remember, it doesn't know if it's actually the accident that you're remembering or the actual physical accident you're experiencing. You release the same endorphins, the same chemicals, the same everything. So that's happening to every, if it's happened to Tommy, it's happening to you, I guarantee to you. So be aware of that. Yeah. And I learned my lesson, man. And I continue to learn my lesson. And so we all do. I'm the same way. I get, I get make, caught in that same hand. Yeah. Make, make mute your best friend. Like the, the whole theme of that was if you get triggered once by it, you're probably going to get triggered again by it. And if it, I and, go back. and emotional triggers, they take us away from the state. They take us away from the presence, right? Like, thank God I had already created and written that morning. Otherwise it probably would have been affected. Yeah. And so, but even that workout, even 10%, is that worth it? Is that worth it to go down that? So mute, make mute your best friend. Yeah, absolutely. Let, let's get to some juice now. Let's get to like, let's get to the, the hustlers and seekers <laughs> of the world. So for those of you guys that you've heard us rambling, Tommy just released a new book. It's available for pre-order. You will go and pre-order this book. I've already done it. I'll send you my receipt if you need to see it. <laughs> already pre-ordered it. I'm pumped and Appreciate stoked it, about man. it. So just start from scratch. Why, what, who, all the things. What is it? Why is it? Love it. Let's go. <laughs> And I'm going to interject yeah, so, some shit along the way. You just keep going. You just tell me. No, a hundred percent, man. So, so I, so, okay. So in the personal growth world, what I noticed, and obviously this has been my journey. Nobody writes a book. Uh, everybody writes a book to, you know, usually solve their own problem first and really get that in a cemented way that they can, that it's like tangible. And for me, here's, here's what I've seen and everybody can relate, right? In the personal growth and, and business and live your best life space. There's, there's two camps. There's the camp of, you gotta, you gotta grind all day. You gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta triple down. You gotta have your side hustle. You gotta dream bigger. You gotta crush it. You gotta be ambitious. You gotta, you know, put yourself on the line, go all in, whatever it takes attitude, you know, ruthless ambition. We'll call that hustle for convenience. And then, um, and then there's the other side, which says, you know what, Jay and Tommy, that's not what life's about. You got to take a step back. You got to detach. You got to do some nice self-care routines. You got to take time for yourself. You got to unplug. You got to go to the red, beautiful red rocks of Sedona, maybe do a couple sessions with uh, Anahata Ananda. Um, you know, you, you got you to gotta let go and you got to release. And so um, what I realized along the way is that a lot of people were having trouble with these two, with this kind of paradox that says, work ethic is important, but then you have to surrender. You know, you got to take action, but then you got to take a step back. You got to perform at your best, but then you got to be able to shut it down. And that's, that's the, that's the, and and ultimately the number one question that I get a lot, Jay, which I'm sure you get is, you know, how do I know it's time to step on the gas and how do I know it's time to let go? It's kind of the balance question, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or how do I chase a vision without being like desperate, like, you know, in that frantic state, or here's another one. How can I, you know, how can I balance being grateful for what I have today, yet still have a desire for more. And so that's kind of the ethos that the, that the book was, was built around because, you know, when I go to Barnes and Noble, I look to my left, crush it, squeeze out every minute of the workday, be your best self, 10 X rule by Grant Cardone, Gary V. And then I look to my right, the universe has your back. Self-care is the most important thing. The surrender experiment. And I'm like, oh my God, what do we do? <laughs> right. Beautiful. Yeah. So that's that's the ethos of the book. And uh, I've been working about hard at it for about two and a half years. Um, and it's it is it is available uh for pure Jay. Are you a hustler? Are you a seeker, man? What are you? I'm both, bro. <laughs> 
I think I you've, merged, you've merged both worlds. That's I, that's the end result that everybody has yeah. their sweet spot. You have your sweet spot. I have my sweet spot. Mary has her sweet spot of these of these two worlds, and everybody has to find their unique ingredient for yeah. both. Because guess what? Um, obviously, work at you know work ethic is to bring a dream to life. Like we're hardwired to to design, to set, and to strive for goals. You and I are hardwired. It's what kept us alive to to have hope that tomorrow is going to be a little bit better than today. A little bit better might be I make two thousand more bucks this month. I lose a little bit of weight, or I go to Mars, whatever it may be. Yeah. And then we're also hardwired to to go inside and get to know who are who are we really. And that's when you deal with the past and and maybe trauma and hurt and let all of that go. And and so that's both are required for what I call a life well lived. And so I consider you someone, you know, like I, I, when I'm writing the book, like I'm constantly thinking like, who are the people that I know who've been able to merge both worlds in a really real way? Right. Because there's a downside to each world. By the way, I'm going on a huge rant here. No, so I, hope I love it. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm shaking my head because I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah. yes. So there's a downside, right? Obviously too much work ethic, too much achievement that's striving for can lead to like a feeling of one, it's never enough or constantly lack or just mental, physical, and emotional burnout. And then too much seeking though also has a really big downside, which is, and you and I know this day, it's people that can regurgitate all the principles and, you know, the one-liners of Rumi, but you know, they're, they're still in their parents' basement or, 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 you know, and that's obviously an exaggeration, but, or they're so obsessed with the inner work that they're actually using it as an avoidance mechanism to not bring something to life, whether that's a goal or a desire or an art project or whatever it may be. And so that's the ethos of the book. We all have an inner hustler. We all have an inner seeker. How do we, how do they coalesce? How do they thrive with one another? Love that. Dude, I'm so, I'm so stoked to read this. And this sounds to me like it is a, this could be a business book. This could be a relationship book. This could be a a, yeah. a family book. This could be a financial book. This could be a lot of different things for a lot of different people. And so I'm super stoked about it. I just keep thinking about this. So yesterday I had a, um, had a coaching call and one of my clients, Nadine asked, how do I know if I'm being lazy or if I'm practicing self-care? And I Ooh. think this, this kind of hits home for me. When you started talking about this, I was kind of like the, the, the question, if I put it into this terminology is, how does Nadine know if she's if she's moving too far away from the hustler, right, and too deep into the seeker? And then how does she get back out of that to find that dichotomy yeah. in the middle? And I think that's a question that a lot of it comes up a lot in, in my world is like a lot of people. I, I get this question as well. And I'm going to ask this, and I want you to kind of expand on your thoughts um, and maybe just read a chapter for the book, and we'll all list. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> People always say balance, right? I get this balance question. They're like, Jay, when I, I go all in on this and then I, I neglect everything else. Yeah. I'm like, well, that shit ain't going to work long-term, right? Like, we got <laughs> you know, to figure that out. And sometimes it's, I go all in on my weight loss and I neglect my family. I neglect my job. I neglect my this. I neglect my that. And people are having a hard time understanding that there's like a, there's a synergy of all the things that you you need yes. to find, Right. What That's would you the word say, synergy. I love that. That's I use that word in the book. That's what we're talking yeah. about. What would you so what would you say to that? Like, you know, without you know giving a full too much, it's like when someone says that, like I, whenever I, I get so far consumed on the hustle that everything else just goes to hell in a handbasket. Or I get so far consumed on the the you know, sit in the corner and meditate and just hope the hell everything works out that I got no hustle left in me. Yeah. 
Did you see that? Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, and, um, we've all done that. Yeah. Here, here's, here's the deal. So you'll never last. So we're, we're talking about sustainability, you and I, and everybody listening, you don't just want a hack that's going to work for a week or a month. You want to be in this game for a long while. And, and that's when you're to, to sustain, you got to feed both of these. So if you just feed, like how many times have we seen the person who just feeds the hustler and they go crazy on this maniacal quest and they either burn out before they get there or they get there and they're so damn empty because they never spent time doing any of these things, right? Or on, on the flip side, like I said earlier, the seeker who's been to four Burning Mans uh, does ayahuasca every fourth weekend and, you know, has the codes to the cheat codes of life's existence. But again, another, you know, they're at home Depot still. So it's, right. it's, 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 and ultimately you said the right, right word, which is synergy, which is we have to find our unique mix of both. And that, that's it. That. The, the book is definitely not a template. Right. Cause a lot of people self-help, you got to do a template. Do, 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 right. do. No, no, Tom, I'm tell me you- what to do. Exactly. No. And it's like, how could I tell you what to do? This is, this is going to evolve based on who you are and what season you're in. My argument is you might have a season of life where, yeah, you got to 80% of the time you got to get cranking. Let's go. Yep. Like stop sitting back. This is the season to grow. This is the season that I've been in because when you, when you're creating a book, like you, you got to go, like, there's no time to like sit back, but then you don't go too far down that scale. You still leave 20% of that time to work on yourself, to disconnect, to turn the laptop off, to go for a three-hour hike with the dogs. Like all of that stuff is as important. And we know law of diminishing returns, which is a huge concept in the book, is like hustle and work ethic work until not only do they not, they stop working, but they actually start working against us. So we've all been, we've all put that midnight oil for another three hours. And we looked at our work the next day and we're like, who wrote this crap? Because this is horrible. I'm not even going to use any of that. Those three hours should have been spent with my family or disconnecting or on a hike with the dogs, because then I would have come back more clear. So ultimately, and this is what I said to my group the other day, it's like, what's more productive, a three hour focused session on your business or a three hour time period where you take a hot bath, a nap and read a novel. And the answer is, it depends. Both, right? They both yeah. can be depending on if you're coming off an intense yeah. hustle day or week, et cetera, et cetera. It's better for you to recharge and actually stop thinking about work. It's going to lead to better performance, by the way. Totally. And then on the flip side, if you're somebody who's who's lost in the noise and and just so deep into the seeking, it's time to it's time to like let's, let's do this. Like you've been figuring yourself out now for for seven years. Like, are we going to do something? So anyway, some action. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like, let's go. And so, you know, um, I speak passionately about this because I've been that person too. You you know me, I've been, I've, I've been, you know, full to the brim with hustle energy. You know, I remember having a conversation with my staff when I had my fitness business and they were like, you know, Tommy, tomorrow's 4th of July. Um, I don't, people don't like work. They're not like, we should for the employees, like we should have the day off. Right. And I was, I remember literally looking at a, a quote on the wall that said something like crush your competition. And I was like, okay. And then, and then, and then I remember being, you know, yeah. at my third Buddhist retreat and, and, and loving all the insights, but like, at some point I want to talk about something that's let's, let's talk about something else. And so right. I've been that person. So in the book, 
um, I give myself liberty to make fun of both of these tribes yeah. because I've been so deep in both of these tribes. Me too. I have the same way. Yeah. Like I would have said, I, I, you get it. I would have said tomorrow's the 4th of July and they would have been like, yeah, I'm going to see you tomorrow. Right. <laughs> There's going to be fireworks right here with you, you going to work. I know. I know. <laughs> but the, you know, you're so good at this because you are so committed. You're so consistent. You're always the same Jay, yeah. no matter what. I've never seen you like out of your element. And then, um, unless we have too many my ties, which is foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> but then, like, you 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 can you, you can disconnect and you yeah. can unplug and you can have a, a you know a three hour deep conversation and and you can be in nature and like without being like I got to check this thing right. Yeah. If, if we go back to influencers, you know, I had a lunch once with an influencer it might as well have been like a reality TV show. Cause it's like everything that happened, they were, they were just like, you know, the food was coming. So they put their phone out and then oh. this happened and they put their phone out. And I'm like, what are we doing here? Yeah, this is horrible. Happened? You could have done yeah. it without me. I know. And that's yeah. always on mentality. It's like I, yeah. that nobody, everybody's going to forget about me if I'm not always on. And, and the reason why now is the time for a book like this is because we're all feeling the pressure of being always on yeah. and getting it done today. Right. And so we have to find that, that synergy. And, that, and that's the word synergy. Can you yeah. find the synergy? Something I want to hit on before, before we wrap this up is you said something so pivotal and so um, that needs to be reset. Everybody is in this, tell me exactly what to do and I'll follow it to a T. Right. Yeah. What Tommy's simply talking about is your life, right. And your life is going to go through phases and stages and evolutions and things like that. And it's finding the synergy of the hustler and the seeker, but also knowing that those percentages, let's just say we're looking at a pie chart. It's, it's not always going to be the same. There's going to be places and spaces yeah. in your life where there's more shift to being a hustler or there's more shift to being a seeker. And that can change oftentimes rapidly, depending on what you're doing, why you're doing it and the purpose behind who you are. And I think a lot of this has to do with like self-awareness. Like that's, yeah. that's what I think about when I hear you talking. I'm like, the more self-aware I've become, because I've been just like you, like I've been in the trenches of like, I'll, I'll give you guys a quick story. I used to be the kind of guy, so I, I, I was living in Texas at the time. I was managing a, the largest supplement company in the country. We would have these in Texas and Dallas, if it snows or ices, the whole city shuts down. Like yeah. we just, they're, not, they're not ready for it. Jay Nixon goes to work. I remember, <laughs> I remember vividly several times, this, you know, they would call me like, hey, the, nobody, the roads are closed. We can't go to work. You have to remember, we manage the entire country. So I had people in California waiting on a phone call. I got my ass in my car and I, I'm not saying this is intelligent. I was so deep in the hustler mentality. I drove yeah. to, I was the only car on the road. I mean, literally banking from bank to bank, just bouncing off of, of, <laughs> of curbs. But I, but I went Damn. to work. I also went to the gym after work and was pissed that they weren't open. That's why I, that's, that's one of the reasons I own a gym. I'm, I'm not lying. It's one of the reasons I own a, I own a gym today. I sat in the parking lot one day of Lifetime Fitness in Grapevine, Texas, and they were closed because of an ice storm. And I'm like, I'm going to have a gym someday. We ain't ever closed. Damn. I love that, man. <laughs> but that's too extreme, right? Don't do that. And that's what yeah. Tommy's talking about. I needed a little more seeker in my life at that time. I needed a little more of like, and so my self-awareness as it's grown, 
Would I do that same thing today? God, I'd probably want to go to work because I love to work, but I would be evolved enough to say, let's take, you know, hey man, it's okay. Let's, let's, let's spend a day just doing something other than that. So know that you're going to grow and evolve. And just like Tommy said, we've both been on the both ends of the spectrum. I'm so excited about this book, brother. Go ahead and say whatever you're going to say based on that. And then tell me how, tell us how, I've already got my copy. You don't need to tell me shit. Um, how can I get this? How can people order <laughs> you this You know, I always have a fresh, fresh stack for you as well. I know. Yeah. I, yeah. And on that note, yeah. And, and typically, you know, um, somebody who's really embodied that hustler's ethos for a very long time, they need to start with more. They need to like they, that. That's where they need to go. They need to go into more seeking. And we see this all the time, right? It's why consciousness has exploded and why, you know, I rarely watch TV, but like when we watch billions TV show, they're, they're talking about, you know, they have a life coach there and they, they, they did plant medicine and they have all of these seeking type of things. Um, because we're recognizing that, that one, one of too many is, 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 is not working. And, uh, and then the seekers, they, they need to, it's, it's time. It's, it's, you know, I know you've gone to 11 personal growth retreats in the last 24 months, but now is really the time to take that idea and make it something real. Otherwise you're going to miss out. And that's the thing that growth happens at the intersection of these two, right? The ultimate growth happens at yeah. the intersection of these two. So uh, I could ramble on, on for ages just because it's so, <laughs> so new and I'm so excited. Yeah, and this I'm is the first time I'm talking that. publicly about it, you know, on another platform. Awesome. Uh, anyways, um, Yes, to grab it, uh, it's available on Amazon for pre-order. It's free, the pre-order. You don't get charged until release date and the price goes down. So no cost to you. Um, but if you like this conversation, if you heard me before on here, uh, you're one of Jay's people, you're gonna, you, I think you're going to really like it. It's got what I feel are some nice laugh out loud moments. Not everybody might, might share my sense of humor. My editor was like, she kept saying like, she, she was kind of like taking out some of the jokes and I'm like, no, we got to, we got to bring that back in because yeah. I think that this, this, like this conversation, it should be, it should be a fun experience. So yeah. available on Amazon to pre-order free um, today and available on, on, on Barnes and Noble to pre-order. I think they, I think Barnes and Noble does, does charge you, um, but it'll, it'll go down as, as the, as the, as the launch comes, but those are the, the, the best two places. Any idea on when when the actual physical copies will start being sent out? Yeah, so so it's about right now. It's about mid September, so we're early. We're early. I know we're early, and there's you know with 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 books, it's like oh, I'll just wait till mid September. Um, again, if this mm -hmm. conversation gave you any any value, and I know I know Jay, you're you're amazing. Your tribe is amazing, by the way. Uh, you guys listening already, what you've done for some of my prior books has been above and beyond. Um, Here's and I just got to say, you know thank you. Thank you, Jay, for if that. If you're listening, we take action in the moment of inspiration. We don't wait, right? September's coming, whether we order the book now or not. Order the book. I've already ordered mine. That way in September, it just shows up to the house. And it's one less thing I have to think about. And it's something that I'm going to, I'm setting myself up for success in the future. So if you want to set yourself up for success in the future, and you want to be like we are, like you already are. I know you are. Somebody, you, you, most of you guys are already ordering it right now. You, we take action in the moment of inspiration, and I'm inspired right now. I'm probably gonna go order another copy, um, just because that's what I have to do. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, go order the book, guys. It's it, for two reasons. I believe in supporting people that I care about, that I admire, and Tommy is one of those people for me. And I can guarantee, if you know anything about me, I don't. You know, you guys know this. I don't promote 
anything. Very rarely do I even have another human on my podcast because I have a disdain for nonsense. And I don't trust that many people to not bring nonsense into my world and or your world. So the fact that he's here and, and talking about this book means it is a 100% guarantee home run. And here's another thing I can guarantee you. In September, once we get the books and we get to read them, Tommy will come back on and we will have a deeper dive conversation. 100%. We, you guys can ask questions. You guys can get involved. We might even do a damn Zoom where I'll bring you on and allow you to ask the question live. We'll, if you're in my private group, we'll for sure do that. I'm, I'm, I'm blocking Tommy down to a lot of shit he has not agreed to right no, now. No, I'm all in on so that. So I I'm need you guys. That. Your tribe's amazing, man. Like I, I, yeah. I do so many things like this and your tribe like engaged, active, connected, DMing, doing all of the things. They like know that's good the, people. Well, that's the difference, right? Between influence, influence and, and impact. Like I'm always, yeah. I'm, I'm always impressed, but never surprised because it's like, oh, they're this. I'm always like, if I don't know that they're your people, I'm like, wow, that's such a thoughtful and deep <laughs> message. And then I go to like their Instagram and it's like, uh, you know, follows, followed by Jay Nix. And I'm like, exactly. <laughs> You know what? We need more of that in the world, right? I talk about this to my team all the time. It's like, it's that ripple effect, right? And when you start to get inside of those ripples, like it just, it grows and evolves and expands. And then awesomeness is not meant to be. Abundance is not meant to be individually consumed. And when we do things like we're talking about today, when we support somebody who's written a book that I can tell you right now, I don't even have to buy this book. I can just call Tommy and be like, tell me about it, right? Tell me about the book. Like we, we're gonna have that conversation, right? I'm excited yeah. to read this. I wanna, cause like I said, it's, you know how long it's gonna take me to read this book? Probably three months because I'm gonna read <laughs> chapter one and be like, holy shit. And I'm gonna write it down. I'm probably gonna text Tommy. He's gonna be like, stop texting me. And I'll be like, all right, I'll read That's it. That's amazing. I'll write this down. But that's just what I do. And that's what I'm excited about. And so brother, I just wanna say, first and foremost, I'm proud of you. You don't need to hear that. I know you already knew it. Um, but I'm, you know, your consistency. It's one of the things I, I talk about you. If somebody said, describe Tommy Baker to me in three words, one of those would just have to be consistency because it's like that. Whoever sent you that note spot on, like you are consistent to a fault. Um, and it's, it's amazing. And we need more of that in the world. And so I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud to have you, you so much, man. in my circle as one of my, somebody I call a friend and thank you for doing this with me today. Cause I couldn't have done this myself with the same impact, no pun intended, but that's why I want to have yeah. you on because I knew you would, I knew you'd bring another element to this. And so thank you brother for spending the time with us today. And we love you and, and we're super proud of you, man. We can't wait to see this book just chart up to the highest levels. Always honored, always humble. Thank you so much. Thank you to the whole Thrive tribe. Thank you for having me, Jay. It means the world. All right, my man. After this comes out, we are going to spend some time together in person. So I'm excited about that. I'll see you yeah. soon. Yeah.